This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So green goes down. If he gets shot, if he gets injured, if he gets dehydrated, if he needs his temperature checked, which is pretty interesting. Usually we'll do a temperature check by sticking a thermometer up their butt. We were out in Japan once. We were doing jungle warfare training and Marines would bet each other $5 on who could eat a lizard um, <laughs> without throwing it up. Mm. And the problem with the lizards out in, in Japan, um, they have a neurotoxin. Mm. And some lizards can kill you if you mm. eat the wrong lizards. Wow. So I would literally have to give briefs to my Marines on things not to do. <laughs> Stuff you would think you'd tell a five-year-old, but now right. you're telling an adult man. Welcome back to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Joseph Carter. What's going on? How's it going, man? Great. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Mr. Amazon pays. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One of the many ways I've been able to make money in my life mm-hmm. was using Amazon, using someone else's platform. Automation yeah. is extremely key. great for it. Yeah. yeah. Automation, automating everything, automating my knowledge, you mm-hmm. know, trying to find places where I could gain as much knowledge as possible without mm-hmm. having to spend hours in a book. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the goal. Before Amazon and before making millions, you were in the military. Yeah, that's right. I was in the military for six years. Mm. I was a Navy corpsman. Uh, Mm. So I went into the Navy. I was attached to the Marine Corps for Mm. six years. Mm. So uh, just for those people who don't know, a corpsman is basically like a medic, like an EMT. Mm -hmm. And the Marines don't have medics. So what they'll do is they'll borrow from the Navy. Mm -hmm. So as a Navy corpsman, I'm attached to the Marine Corps unit. Mm -hmm. um, And basically, we provide all the medical coverage. We do everything a Marine does, Mm -hmm. you know, carry, carry a weapon as well provide tactical um, with get tactical training and then also provide medical coverage. So wow. if the Marine goes down, if he gets shot, if he gets injured, if he gets dehydrated, if he needs his temperature checked, which is pretty interesting. Usually we'll do a temperature check by sticking a thermometer up their butt. Really? And that will be enough motivation to keep a Marine hydrated. Mm. Wow. Uh, we have a running joke in the Marine Corps. Mm. Basically it says, you know, if, if you're not feeling well, change your socks, drink your water. Mm. Basically at the end of the day, if your Marine has good socks, his feet are taken care of. He can move, doesn't have any issues. If he drinks his water, he stays hydrated long enough to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. So that's basically a, the basic uh, goal of a doc is to keep the Marines hydrated mm-hmm. and keep their feet good. Keep wow. their feet good. Gotcha. Do you ever have to provide coverage for someone getting shot or injured? So uh, I got all the training, and luckily I did not have to go to the sandbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a couple times when we were out in Mojave Viper, Mojave Desert, doing uh, desert warfare training. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's a big issue in the military. Mm-hmm. 18-year-old uh, took a round right to the brain from his own weapon Whoa. Uh, on purpose. Jeez. And uh, we had to go and clean that up. That's terrible. And then also provide just, you know, basic therapy for mm-hmm. all the other Marines around. So sometimes, yeah, we'll see things like that. We'll, we'll get Marines that do stupid things. We'll, we'll play with their K-bar knives. They'll um, sit 10 feet across, across from each other, legs spread open, mm-hmm. and they'll toss their knives up in the air and um, try to flex their leg as the blade goes to hit their 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 muscle mm-hmm. and not let the blade go into their 
into no, their uh, how leg. successful is that? <laughs> I mean, you know, you'd be surprised. Uh, you have to hit. You have to hit your leg at the right angle um, for the knife to go in. But it, there were a couple times where the knife went in, and I didn't know about this until Ooh. you know actually happened. Mm-hmm. And I had to spend my Friday afternoon stitching up a Marine's leg. Oh my and, god. Uh, you know, there's just little things. We had another. We were out in Japan once. We were doing jungle warfare training, and Marines would bet each other five dollars on who could eat a lizard um, <laughs> without throwing it up. Mm. And the problem with the lizards out in, in Japan, um, they have a neurotoxin, mm. and some lizards can kill you if you mm. eat the wrong lizards. Wow. So I would literally have to give briefs to my Marines on things not to do, <laughs> stuff you would think you'd tell a five year old, but now right. you're telling an adult man. Mm. You know. So, but I love my Marines. Um, had a blast hanging out with them, the best, the best brotherhood you could ever be a part of. Yeah. Right. You know, I always say a lot of people choose a fraternity, but for me, the greatest fraternity was being part of the military. Gotcha. You know, because you meet so many veterans all over the place. Right. So, so let me ask you this. Um, would the military still have been an option had you known what you know today hmm. before you signed up? Hmm. So that's would, a really would, good question. Would you still question. have went in with that same knowledge and still built that? those relationships or would you just went head head on with you know the automation and amazon and, and, and everything else? so i asked myself that question i got out uh, mm-hmm. of the military because i spent most of my adult life in, yeah. in the service and for me i needed it because i was this naive little christian boy mm-hmm. who thought i could trust anybody who said they believed in god mm-hmm. uh you know it, it it was um you know from age of i, I grew up without a father so mm-hmm. um i got introduced to the church when i was 15 and I got kind of, I went really down the rabbit hole of being a, you know, Bible thumper type mm-hmm. of Christian individual. Yeah. And um, you don't really learn too much about the world in church. It, you, you learn more so like how to be a better individual, how to forgive people when they, you mm-hmm. know, commit sins, how to not sin, all this other stuff. And so long story short, the military balanced me out. Um, when I went to the military, my eyes were open to the world. It, it, I was open to, you know, how man actually can, can act mm-hmm. and... Um, it took me from being this naive individual to somebody who had a greater sense of what humans were capable of mm-hmm. on the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And that was extremely important for right. me. I don't think that I would be as successful as I am today if it was not for the military. Okay. But I will tell you this. So you still would have went then? I still would have went. Okay. But I would have went on the different on, on the mindset of I would have went to travel. And I would have went because, you know. Um, can you still have an Amazon set up in the military? Yeah, you can make money in the military. Oh, so you would have just had an Amazon set I up? Just had, yeah, there's a lot of guys in the military that have their own businesses. Oh, really? That are making, yeah. you know, a million dollars a year or more. So in the still, military? In the military. What? Oh, I, see, I, didn't, I, didn't, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, I thought they took away your phones and everything. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, they well, don't. I, just, I mean, boot camp they do. Oh, but when you get out of boot camp, you, you're pretty much like, you know, you're a civilian mm-hmm. with a job, essentially. You right. show up, you report in for, mm-hmm. you know, certain training, basic training. Um, you go and do admin work. You, you, sh- you know, the, some some military right. members have an office that they have to go to. Some mem- yeah. some military members are on a ship or out in the field. Mm-hmm. For me, I was never on a ship because I was with the Marines. I was always out in the field, uh, doing some type of training, warfare training, uh, jungle warfare training, desert yeah. training. You know, uh, we spent some time uh, in uh, Japan during the winter time, and that was pretty awesome because it was negative five degrees and you're making igloos and trying to survive mm-hmm. wow. and uh, stay warm and you're like huddling up to, to your brothers and you know there's a saying called misery loves company mm-hmm. and I never learned that until I actually experienced misery misery with other people <laughs> right yeah. um, there's something about a group of people being together that are miserable up, you know holding each other accountable and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know staying strong and going through the the challenges that this mm-hmm. you know moment mm-hmm. in time bring you but 
Yeah, those little things that you'll learn, little things that you'll learn in the military. It's not, it, you know, Rambo ruined it for me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I thought it it's was going to be this, the water. I yeah. thought it was going to be awesome like Rambo, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You're like you're covering yourself in mud, you know, you're hiding in the woods, you're 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 doing all these fun fun missions and I'll tell you, there is nothing great about playing Rambo in the woods. Yeah. You know, you got to think there's no places for you to go to the bathroom when you're out in the woods. You know, you have to go and dig a hole. Uh if you're going to go, you know, take right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And while you're digging this hole and while you're taking this, you're ha- you have to worry about mosquitoes in the front of you and mosquitoes behind you. Yeah. And so while the mosquitoes are trying to bite you, you imagine squatting over a hole. Mm. You're trying to protect Mr. Johnson in the front. Meanwhile, <laughs> the mosquitoes are flanking you from the back and stabbing you in the mm-hmm. You know, these are the little things that, you know, people don't really talk about before <laughs> you go into the military. These little experiences that kind of suck over time. But, yeah, you know, it has its, it has its pros and cons. It, mm. it definitely made me a, a, a better man in general. You know, like I said, awareness was the greatest thing I, I think I learned from the military for sure. How did growing up without a father figure impact your your view on the world? Mm. So I basically grew up with TV as a father. You know, mm. Full House, Family Matters. You know, um, learning. You know, you learn from these uh, family episodes of of um, what family means, why family matters. You know, um, and luckily for me, I had a grandfather that uh, was like a father figure for me. Mm. But, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, up to the age of 15, I was this uncontrollable little teenager that was um, that lacked self-discipline, wasn't in control of his emotions, mm-hmm. was quick to get angry, um, always want ready to fight, mm-hmm. um, had no problem lying. Mm-hmm. You know, there was those discipline factors that I lacked without having a father, without having somebody to teach me mm-hmm. these things. And then, like I said, when I was introduced to church at 15, I kind of flipped the switch. I learned I learned how to be a better individual because I did have a stepfather that was a part of my life for mm-hmm. a little bit, but he wasn't a father figure. He mm-hmm. was a bum. Right. Basically stayed at home, lived off my mother, physically abusive, verbally abusive, um, you know, and, and I was... I eventually became grateful mm-hmm. that he was part of my life because I learned how to be the exact opposite of him. Mm. You know, it, it's turning a negative interaction, a negative situation into a positive by just learning, like, how can I not be you? Like, I'm grateful that I got to see what your life looks like as a man because mm-hmm. I know I don't want to make those same mistakes. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I had to learn a lot of these things. And then, you know, after getting introduced to church, then, you know, YouTube came around and I... um was introduced to a couple of um, people like Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. And uh, that ultimately was what changed my my mentality state mm-hmm. on how to look at life, how to find self-improvement, how to find how to think outside the box, just how to be a better individual as a whole uh, by looking at people who had the lifestyles that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I learned really quickly, you know, you don't take advice from broke people because mm-hmm. what's good what's that going to get you it's going to get you broke right <laughs> and for me i every day i would look in the mirror and i kept telling myself advice and i'm like i got to stop talking to myself because i'm giving myself broke advice i got to mm-hmm. start listening to other people who have the lifestyle that i wanted so mm-hmm. i stopped listening to myself mm-hmm. and i started listening to people that had everything that had the money that had the house had the cars had the freedom and that mm-hmm. ultimately is what you know helped me realize that this life this successful life is possible right because you know it, it really starts with your mind mm-hmm. first uh there was a saying i heard you know you can either close your mind or i'm sorry close your eyes and replay your past and relive it or close your eyes and preplay your future 
and live in that. And I found that as long as I would envision where I was going, my emotions overall were better. Mm -hmm. I felt empowered. I had confidence. Mm -hmm. And where I currently was at in life no longer mattered. It didn't matter that I had no money in the bank. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter that, you know, I didn't have that many friends. It didn't matter that I wasn't driving the car that I wanted because Mm -hmm. I was able to visualize myself having those things. Mm -hmm. And now I'm walking around with this level of confidence. Mm -hmm. I'm walking around with this level of energy. I'm walking around with a plan in mind. Mm -hmm. And I am now technically living that emotional state, Mm -hmm. which eventually got me to that present state. Mm -hmm. Nice. So that was something that was life changing for me. It was Mm -hmm. just, you know, close your eyes and pre-play your future Mm -hmm. instead of reliving your your past. So when did did that learning curve actually start? Like when we were like, okay, cool. I want to make a lot of money. Yeah. But of course you didn't know how to do it. So where did you go first? So um, long story short, I got out of the military um, mm-hmm. in 2014. I had right. $800 to my name. And uh, there was a friend of mine who was in, in a network marketing company, and he was making about $250,000 a month. Wow. So, And I found out about this because he came across Google because mm-hmm. I was Googling how to make money from home without getting a job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew this guy back in 2006, you know, it's 2014, I'm out of the military mm-hmm. now, I haven't talked to him since 2006, 2007. I called him up, somehow I saw his number saved and his name was David and I said, mm-hmm. David, I just saw this article and you make making $250,000 a month, man, is this true? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes, yes, it's true. I was like, there's no way, how's that possible? Because this guy was just as broke mm-hmm. as I was when I went mm-hmm. to the military. And so he said, what he did was he changed he changed what he saw on a daily basis. He changed what he listened to on a daily basis. And he changed what he told himself on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, David, why are you giving me this hippie talk, bro? That Give me the give me the truth, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. in my mind, the only people that were rich were people that were part of the mm-hmm. or people that were NFL ball or, or ball players or people yeah. that won the lottery. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what broke people think, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know. You, you, and money is this esoteric thing that you can never reach when you're mm-hmm. broke. Mm-hmm. So. He simply told me, he goes, when he changed his mindset, he, he changed his life overall. Mm-hmm. So he said, get this book called The Magic of Believing by Claude M. Bristol. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm a horrible reader. Mm-hmm. I, I, I read a page, I'll read it 10 times over again before yeah. I go to the next one. But it's not audio a book. Yeah, get an audio book. Yeah. So he said, get Bluetooth headphones, get an audio book, and listen to it for at least an hour a day. Also, write down your goals from where you want to be six months from now. And... And look at those goals daily. Have it up on a wall. Look at those goals when you wake up in the morning and look at those goals before you go to bed at night. Mm -hmm. One of the goals was to make over $20,000 a month, something obnoxious to me, something that Mm -hmm. was like, if this works, you know, this is going to be wild, but I'm going to put this obnoxious goal here. And $20,000 a month was was my goal. Mm -hmm. Six months from listening to that book, six months from the day that I started those goals, from listening to that book an Mm -hmm. hour a day, over and over again, I think I made a little over $32,000 that month. Mm -hmm. Wow. And for a long time, never made less than that. And it was really because I had to, I had to change my power, you know, my mindset of where, of where I thought that this reality can go. And and that Mm -hmm. power alone gave me the, the, the confidence to become a better human being, Mm. you know, a better man and and the confidence to move forward in life. Because otherwise, you know, when I got in the military, like most military men, we're depressed for our first six months. Mm-hmm. We no longer have a goal or a mission. We no longer have somebody telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. And when you have a life with no goal, no job, no structure, idle hands, they mm-hmm. say, are the work of the devil. Right. And I mean, at the end of the day, I think the idle hands will just eventually sabotage yourself. Right. Yeah. 
So, you know, it, it all it all changed when I got personal development. It changed when I went to YouTube and I found Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Tony mm-hmm. Robbins, mm-hmm. you know, and it changed when I wrote down my goals and mm-hmm. I and those goals stared at me in the face every day. Mm-hmm. Love that. And that's when you started automation pays, right? Yes. Yeah. So I basically so I started first thing first things first is I made money selling items on Amazon. I was doing this method called drop shipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, drop shipping no longer works on Amazon. They stopped allowing allowing that to happen about I want to say about a year and a half ago. Now the best way to make money on Amazon is FBA yeah. or a private label. Uh, but I started making money drop shipping on Amazon and I started sharing my success on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually people started inquiring about how you're mm-hmm. able to make money on Amazon. And so for the longest time, I was teaching people how I did this. I paid somebody a couple thousand dollars uh, to teach me how to make money on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, I just charged everybody else the same price mm-hmm. that I paid another individual. Right. Uh, over the course of a couple of years, blew up, did well. But I, what I learned was 85% of the people that buy your courses mm-hmm. never do anything with it. Right. They just, they, life gets distracting right they have a family they have a job or they have their own business lack lack of execution lack of execution lack of discipline Mm -hmm. lack of confidence Mm -hmm. right so they buy it they do nothing and then 15 percent of the people will actually do something with it Mm -hmm. and after time goes on people started asking me like hey can you help me with this can you assist me with this can you do this for me if i pay you more money Mm -hmm. and for the longest time i said no and eventually i realized that there was a there was a good model here of of just basically setting up some structure hiring some more employees and having these things done for your clients. Mm -hmm. And so automation has really been, um, I think it's a new industry for the masses. Like, think about this, you know, would you rather clean your house or have somebody come and clean it for you? If you had the money, right? Would you rather take your car to the car wash or have somebody come and clean your car for you? Mm -hmm. You know, before you start your day, they come, you know, say you start your day at eight in the morning, you can have somebody come to your house at six in the morning, clean your car and by eight o'clock it's ready to go. Right. Right. You know, people autom- are already automating things without, you know, even not thinking even, twice about it. Not even it. Re- realizing it. Basically. So because most people are distracted or they have jobs or families, you know, the automation service is really where it's at. Mm-hmm. So we have an automated service with Amazon. We have an automated service in Airbnb. We have mm-hmm. 44 properties that we manage in Florida mm-hmm. currently. Homes. Mm-hmm. We have a, a portfolio of over $30 million in homes that we currently mm-hmm. manage in Florida. Wow. Uh, we have automation credit repair because, you know, a lot of people want to learn how to fix their credit. But then, you know, it's time consuming three to six months for them to repair their own credit yeah. when you can have somebody do it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so after we get somebody uh, credit repaired, we go ahead and we have an automation co- funding company mm-hmm. where we get them funding. So we can get clients up to two hundred thousand dollars of um, credit cards, business credit cards at a zero percent interest rate. Mm-hmm. And so now they have two hundred thousand dollars at no cost to them where they can now use it for their own business, invest in their business, buy courses, buy coaching, whatever have you, mm. but it's done for them. And I find that's been a much more successful model to go with versus having somebody sit, spend three to six months of their time learning how to do something, mm. right? So you, you think the quickest, the quickest um, from point A to point B for most people is going to Google and learning. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's even quicker because you can just pay somebody who already has the knowledge. Mm. And you think about it, they want that knowledge more than they want that money. Right. Right. So let's say it's a thousand dollars for this knowledge. Mm-hmm. They're willing to give up the thousand dollars so that way they can have that knowledge because right. now they know that knowledge is going to, you know, propel them. Make to them more than a thousand. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the goal at the end of the day. Or they'll pay you a little bit more than a thousand dollars for you just to do it for them. So mm-hmm. now they can still live their life. They can still be with their family. They can still go down to the beach. 
right? And in my case, you know, time freedom is everything. Mm. When I got in the military, the first, the most important question I asked myself was not how much money I want to make, not what I want to do, but when am I the happiest? Mm-hmm. This is the most life-changing question for me. Yeah. Um, and you learn that the quality of your answers isn't what matters. The quality of the questions you ask yourself. Mm. So you ask yourself when you're happiest. Well, I'm happiest when I'm at the beach. I'm happiest when I'm doing jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I'm happiest when I'm you know talking business with people. I'm happiest when I'm talking to people about God and the universe and what this you know life is that we're living, which is we're literally living on top of a blue ball that's spinning in space, being kept alive by a giant fireball in the sky, mm-hmm. and nobody <laughs> freaks out about that, <laughs> right? Like it's wild. Like that is our current reality. Mm. Um, and so when you figure that out, you learn that hey, I need to build a life around my happiness, mm-hmm. right? And so how, do, so how do I make money and still pursue this life of happiness? Right. Well, it's definitely not an office job. No. It's definitely not construction. For you. For me. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. me, it was not, right? There yeah. are people that, that find great fulfillment with that, which is, yeah, which, is, which is important for them to know, right? right? Like a lot of people's happiness comes in security. My happiness doesn't come from security, mm. right? right? A job, a career... It great gives great security and great happiness for people knowing that that check is going to come in every month regardless you know as long as they show up and do what they <coughs> enjoy right for me i'm a risk taker mm. and so sec- your happiness comes from risk from risk because security is boredom mm. right security you is don't depression feel like for risk me. is a form of security no because <sighs> it is so <laughs> <laughs> it is it's your security See, everybody's security has a lot of different variables. Mm-hmm. So your form of security is taking a risk because you know what your ROI is. Someone else's form of security is going into work because they know what they ROI is. Right. It's very, very true. Right. I know what I'm capable of. Right. So there's your security. Right. And I know your that your security if, is you. Yeah, correct. My yeah, security is, is me. You. As long as yeah. I can stay alive, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do everything I want. Mm. And that is what I've told myself. Mm. So in situations where, you know, I, I've made millions and I've lost millions. Mm. Hard truth. So how does it lose a million feel? You know, when you lose to you, it to you, how does it feel? When, when you lose it, it's done. It's gone. It's like, um, yeah, but you can't just say that. I know you went. No, to I'm, I'm gonna like, explain. Uh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna explain. <laughs> no, I'm explain. It's done. It's gone. Yeah. And in that moment, you can choose to fold right. like a cheap tent, mm-hmm. or you can choose to go back out there and make another million because you know how to make a million dollars. Right. And Three. how many times have you lost a million dollars? Breaking his heart. Yeah. Um, it's not a million. It's multiple millions. Um, twice. Um, but I also have the confidence that I can make it back. Right. And in that process of doing so, it's only it's I only have that confidence because I've made it once. Mm-hmm. If you made it once, you can make it twice. Yeah, you're desensitized you may, after the first million. Basically, million, yeah. basically. And, and you have to be. Because otherwise you fold up like a cheap tent and go yeah. into a corner, right? You cry and you realize no one's going to come to save you. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then, and then you remind yourself that, hey, you're still alive. It's only over when you're dead. I always say that's the difference between entrepreneurs and athletes is that uh, entrepreneurs know how to make a million dollars. Athletes are paid a million dollars. So athletes always come to entrepreneurs after their career or during. They come to them to make money. They come to us to make money. Because they don't yeah. really technically know how to make money. Correct. They know how to be paid. Obviously, they've been paid a lot of money, but they don't know how to make money. Those are two different concepts. Correct. No, it's very true. And so, two different belief systems. Yeah. So I invested money into a business once mm-hmm. that went belly up 
belly up. Mm-hmm. And I, it was all the money I had. Um, and I was extremely, extremely scared, mm-hmm. right? You have that gut feeling where it's like your gut turns and goes into knots. Yeah. And then in a split second, the fear went away and happiness came to me because I realized that I know how to go back and make that money. Mm. Now, it may take me some time to make that money, but I will still be able to go back and make that money because I have a certain skill set. I have a certain knowledge, right? I have time on Mm. my side. I have belief in myself. Mm. You know, it's different if somebody gave me a million dollars and I lost a million dollars, you're done. Right, mm. right, right. Yeah, go ahead and file for unemployment. Mm. There's no there's no escaping file that. File for unemployment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, <laughs> like, like if you have, if you go to zero mm. after a million, mm. what are you gonna do? You're gonna go down to Publix and get a job? Hopefully not. You're gonna try to figure out how to right. get that money back some mm. way or another, right? So what was your next, like, what was your next step? Like, okay, cool, I lost the mill. So here's how, here's how I'm going to make it back. So here's what I did. When I lost a million dollars plus, um, I I realized that I need to get money quickly. So what I did so this was... This was the very next day, next week? The next week. The next so, week. Oh, so you, so you took a week to kind of sorrow a little bit? Well, I was in a great deal of depression for a good minute. Mm. Um, and then I had, to remi- I had to talk to a couple of friends and I had to remind myself that, wait a second, you... you know how to make this money Mm -hmm. you just need some time on your side right so the greatest saving grace for me is i had good credit so because i had good credit now i could borrow money leverage leverage because you're either going to go to a friend and ask them for money Mm -hmm. and you risk losing that friendship right right because either way they're going to feel some type of way about you if they have to give you money Mm -hmm. and you're going to feel some type of way about them if they say no to giving you money right so your best bet is getting that money on your own. Leverage. So what I did was I went out and I got a bunch of business credit cards and I stacked those credit cards up mm. and I used those credit cards to now buy me a course to get me in front of some new coaches mm-hmm. to pay for a business trip mm. to go and get in front of clients. And within two weeks time, I think I made a little over two hundred fifty thousand dollars off of that quarter meal because all I had to do was get out there and provide value to people that I know needed it. Yeah. You know, the quickest way to make a million dollars is to find somebody that is a multimillionaire that has a problem that you can solve. Mm. So if you know somebody that has millions of dollars, ask them, what problem can I solve for you? You know, because just off that alone, you'll make a good amount of money. Wow. And that's Smart. really what it comes down to. So if you have no money, instead of going to your multimillionaire friend and saying, hey, can I can borrow a half a million dollars? You know, hey, I got taxes I need to pay. Hey, my, you know, I'm going to miss my mortgage. Hey, you know, I'm in, I'm in debt. You know, instead of doing that, go to them and say, what problems do you have that I could solve? Mm-hmm. You know, I had this one guy, a multi, multi-millionaire. He bought $22 million worth of property in Florida. And he was looking for a builder that could build those properties mm-hmm. at a wholesale cost. Mm-hmm. And so I called him up and I said, you know, what can I do for you? And he shared that with me. Mm-hmm. I went and found him a builder the next day. Wow. The next day. And that alone made me a good amount of money. Wow. He, he gives you, he basically gave me like, you know, thank you money. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, at the end of the day, because I'm now saving him millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's really, you know, it's really simple, a simple come up. Just find somebody who has more than you mm-hmm. that needs a problem solved and you charge them, you know, after you deliver. Right. Because they're, of course, they're going to thank you for that. I had a, a tax account. He saved me uh, $500,000 on my taxes. Yeah. So I naturally gave him, uh, well, nat- naturally. He, he said his fee was going to be 10%. Mm-hmm. 
fine, pay that all day. Cost me an extra fifty grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do I do I pay the five hundred thousand dollars to Uncle Sam, or do I give my tax account an extra fifty k for I saving me money? Fifty k all day, every day. <laughs> he can have fifty k every time he do that. So <laughs> and so that was that was really what saved yeah. me from that level of debt was just figuring out how to provide value. There's more people out there that you can provide value to, mm-hmm. you know, than um, than what you can do selling a simple service, right? Mm-hmm. So the goal was to get get all the eyeballs on you. The more people that know you, the more people that can buy from you mm-hmm. basically is, is the name of the game. Nice. Love it, man. Joseph, what are you working on next and where can people find you? Yeah, so um, basically our main goal here is to educate people and also provide an automated service for them. Mm-hmm. So our automated services are Amazon FBA, right? Uh, Airbnb, mm-hmm. where we help people get houses or do uh, rental arbitrage. Mm-hmm. We help people repair their credit mm-hmm. and we do funding. We have an automated funding service. Mm-hmm. So as long as we have a credit score of 640 or higher, we can get you up to $200,000 in business lines of credit because mm-hmm. we know how we know how everything works. Wow. And we know how to do that for you within about 30 to 60 days. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could follow me on on Instagram at Automation Pays or Amazon Pays. Gotcha. Those are my two uh, Instagram profiles. Fire handles. <laughs> Wayne? This is a lot, guys. <laughs> Make sure you guys follow up and thanks for watching. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See ya. Appreciate it.